since being here, I found immense support from my professors. I didn't realize the mentors that I would find here. It took me a while. A lot of people might not have dons who come from the discipline they want to explore or have the same career that they want to follow. But I was lucky enough, my don is Bernice Rosenzweig. She has provided me with so much support and she really understands me and my goals. And I've also found many other professors that I've cultivated really strong relationships with that I know will extend past college. For the Sarah Lawrence Podcast, I'm Tim Kale, and this is the Sarah Lawrence College Podcast. For our fourth episode of the season, we are joined by Ishika Joshi to discuss her work with Curb, living at SLC, and more. For all things Sarah Lawrence College, visit our website at sarahlawrence.edu. Check out our college tour page where prospective students and their parents can see videos on finding community, expressing yourself, and getting involved, to name just a few. Follow Sarah Lawrence College on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, YouTube, Vimeo, and LinkedIn. There are myriad ways for you to connect with us. The Sarah Lawrence Student Life Preservation Project is accepting contributions at slcstudentlifeproject.omica.net. That URL will also be in the show notes. Remember to give this podcast a five-star rating and review in Apple Podcasts. We really count on these reviews to give us a little bit of a boost and to help us find our audience. All right, that about does it for this intro. It's time for the show one and all. Enjoy. My name is Ashika Joshi. Pronouns are she, her, and I'm currently a junior. Okay, all right. Um, what's your concentration? I am studying primarily environmental science. Now, what do, so what does... If so, what does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So environmental, environmental science is actually very broad. It's a relatively new discipline. And in today's age, it is constantly expanding. There's so much variety. But very simply, environmental science is an interdisciplinary uh, field. It's using biology, chemistry, physics, geology, a lot of different sciences and applying that to the environment to ultimately explain interactions between humans and the environment, interactions between ecosystems themselves, and just trying to understand understand how the earth really works. Have you had like an aha moment where you were performing in a course uh, or studying something in particular and you were like, oh my God, I get it. And, and <laughs> Get how the earth works? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, not exactly, but you think you know about nature. You think you know about the environment because it's all around you all the time. It's mm. like a fish living in water. But when you start learning about the intricacies of it all, learning uh, different dynamics between organisms or learning dynamics between the atmosphere and the water, now I go outside and I could kind of see a map of everything yeah that's and awesome over time that map is kind of getting more built and yeah. it's just like really cool to see that's yeah. awesome yeah uh, I, I, w- I wonder what the interaction would be between philosophy and environmental yeah, science that's a really good question that um yeah that's maybe where environmental studies comes in okay. i've delved 
I'm not a big philosophy person, but I've delved a little bit into it. Um, but there's a lot of research done, at least on how the environment affects mental health, affects well-being, affects state of mind in general. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot out there. Okay, yeah. cool. What made you choose Sarah Lawrence? Yeah, so I'm from Long Island, so I definitely wanted something close enough to home where I could visit, but far enough where I could dorm. Um, And I was actually choosing between Sarah Lawrence and a larger state university. But since I wasn't entirely sure what I wanted to do, at first I came to Sarah Lawrence thinking, I'll do psych, a little bit of environmental science, maybe some physics. But I definitely knew I needed flexibility in my studies and going to a bigger state university where there's a lot of competition and you definitely need a lot more direction in your life if you're going to a big research university. I just thought Sarah Lawrence would be the right place, and I was, I was right. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Uh, so if there's a high school student listening right now, yeah. why should they come to Sarah Lawrence? I think definitely weigh your options. Sarah Lawrence has a lot of resources that a lot of people just don't tap into. Like what? Uh, if... For me, it was Center for the Urban River at BZAC Curb. Mm-hmm. I, before I came here, I saw that on SLC's website, and I was like, oh my goodness. A lot of schools don't have an environmental center that you could get actual hands-on work, because mm-hmm. I think taking what you learn outside of the classroom is extremely important. If you don't apply what you learn, you're not really learning. So once I found out that Curb existed, I knew that Sarah Lawrence was one of my top contenders. We also have um, we have a great science program that a lot of people maybe don't recognize. A lot of people come here for writing or for theater, both of which are great, just not really up my alley. But also talking to students who go here, I found that really helpful going on online forums, reaching out to people, honestly putting yourself out there, which also a very intimidating task it took me a while to do that but getting to know the people like and today. getting to know like yeah today with the podcast <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> you're, you're listen to it. podcasts you're doing it yeah which this i didn't even really know existed until you reached out to me so uh really taking a deep dive into colleges not just looking at the website but talking to people um looking at social media all those things are really really important okay. so Coming here, make use of all of the faculty here are very talented. They all have stories. They all went to college just like you did. And tapping into their journey to get where they are, I think is also very important. I've had lots of conversations with my professors. How did you figure out what you wanted to do? How did you end up in this position? How did you end up in, you know, this career, that career? And I think those stories are very inspirational, but also they know a lot more than you do. <laughs> you don't really have that expertise as a student. Mm-hmm. And using that to your advantage is just very important. Okay. And you feel like Sarah Lawrence offers that opportunity. Yeah, 100%. You're, okay. If you're going to a bigger university, which also, of course, has its advantages... Um, you, you're forced to go to office hours, which aren't always possible, but at Sarah Lawrence, you're in a smaller room with a teacher. You, you're forced to go to conferences, whether, you know, you like it or not, Mm -hmm. but it's really a valuable thing. And I think 
people don't always realize that. But again, it's also a big reason of why people come here. Mm-hmm. You get that opportunity to talk to your professors and with them weave your own journey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So the late teens and early 20s are such an intense period of discovery. Oh, yeah. What have you learned about yourself in your time here at Sarah Lawrence? That's a really good question. Um, I've had anxiety a lot of my life. And for the past year, I finally figured out that it's anxiety is coming from a lack of control over my life or fearing the unknown because the unknown is very scary. And, you know, that's not a unique experience. It happens to everyone. And I, for the first few years, was very anxious that I don't, I still don't have a dream job. And a lot of people do. And some might, some people might call that a lack of direction or, um, yeah, just a lack of direction. But for me, I think it opens up so many opportunities to not only explore myself, but to explore what I want to do with my life. And I like to call myself, um, a dabbler (laughs) i don't think you always have to stick to one career Mm -hmm. and i think that's what people people think you have to do that people think you go to school pick one thing and you're doing that for the rest of your life which works for some people Mm -hmm. you know to each their own but i think there's a lot of value to trying different things broadening your skill set so it can be applied to a variety of things so i think at sarah lawrence I've gotten that opportunity. I've environmental science, like I said before, is a very broad discipline. Within that discipline, there are a bunch of subdisciplines. So I've gotten to learn about um, so many different things at Curb. I've cultivated a lot of different small skills. Like I've learned how to sane. I've learned to work in a lab. I've What's learned. Sane? Oh yeah, it's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> um, so saning is when you go in. I believe the net at Curb is around. 30 feet, but they're smaller nets. Um, it's a net where two people, there's two poles on mm-hmm. each end of the net. People go in on each end of the net and kind of scoop up what's in the water. And you're wearing waders, so they're protective water gear. What are waders? Waders are, they're like rubber boots, a okay. suit. So basically you're like just protected from the water. Suspenders? Yes, exactly. Okay. They look like overalls. Okay, yes. Yeah, they look funny, but yes. <laughs> yeah. you're in the water, all protected. You're not getting wet. You go in the water, you scoop up everything you can, and you basically count what you, what you catch. Mm. So in the Hudson River many types of fish there's crabs there's moon jellies and comb jellies and yeah no it's it's a great experience and it's very helpful because at curb they use that data and send it to new york state because it's really important to track populations over time i see okay yeah Yeah, so that's the why of why you're doing it yeah yeah to keep that's awesome um so what do you hope to do after you graduate that's a good question um I really want to go to grad school. And like I said, I don't have a dream job. So what I would get my master's in, I'm not entirely sure. But I do want to pursue higher education. I'm considering this summer I'm going to be working with the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration. Cool. And after that program, I'm eligible to maybe work for NOAA. So that might be an option. But overall, yeah, no, it's unknown to me mm-hmm. and for a while I was very scared of that but I think it's just so exciting that there are so many options out there for me and I also don't have to rush myself there's you know there's always a little bit of a rush but 
I can give myself the grace to figure out what I love to do while also having it be beneficial to the community and the world because I want to do something that makes an impact. Well, that's great. Yeah. Um, you don't worry about not having a dream job. Already, <laughs> already lined up. I don't. I don't know anyone who successfully has a, a dream job. Yeah. Well, the way it, the way it tends to work, and it, I can speak for myself a little bit, is that like basically after graduating, it you might be it might take like about ten years. Yeah. To like find a place that you can plant your flag and mm-hmm. be like, okay, I'm, this is mine. Um, that's the way it was for me. And, and for po- a lot of people. Yeah. 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 So it just takes, it might take a while and it's okay if it takes a while because there is that pressure that you mentioned, mm-hmm. that kind of um, imaginary dark cloud hovering <laughs> over you that's just like, you better get a career, you better get exactly. a career. Um, but yeah, that, that dark cloud is totally wrong. Yeah. Totally yeah. wrong. It took me a while to make peace with that. Mm-hmm. But I think I've gotten to the point. And I haven't even graduated yet. So yeah. I'm glad I got to it before <laughs> I was thrown into the world and, you know, forced to find a job. But yeah. So where do your parents live? My parents still live on Long Island. They live on Long yeah. Island? Okay. So I get to see them often. Which okay. Is nice. That's nice. That's yeah. good. I went to school in Long Island. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah where? Um, CW Post, Long, okay, yeah. Long Island University. Um, it was great. It was like the happiest years of my life. <laughs> they have horses by there. Yeah, they do. I've been there. They do. Yeah. Uh, yeah. College is such a great time. And I was just thinking, as you were mentioned that you're a junior, yeah. you still got a whole year and a half mm-hmm. to like discover more stuff and like just enjoy. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's college is just amazing. Yeah. Um, what's a guideline or a value that you hold dear that sees you through difficult times? For me, a lot of difficult times actually originate before anything bad actually happens, (laughs) if that makes sense. I tend to, you know, think about the future a lot, and that'll cause me a lot of anxiety in the present. But I've learned to kind of realize that I'm human, I've had my experiences, and I'm very much still learning, just like everyone around me. And whatever does happen in the future... I will become the person who could deal with it. What's a course everyone at SLC should take? Everyone should definitely take a class with Bernice Rosenswag. I will always rep her classes. She's incredible. Uh, I did my FYS with her called Climate Change. Mm. So if you get that FYS, that would be amazing. Or if she offers it as a normal class, that would also be awesome. Uh, She's taught global warming, natural hazards, but I think climate change is really just all-encompassing. That was my first real introduction to environmental science, but it not only includes science, in case you're not a science person, it shouldn't be too daunting to you because we also talk a lot about social justice. And again, it's just a very interdisciplinary course that even if you're a writing student or you study literature or theater it is just extremely eye-opening and something you could apply to your everyday life what advice do you have for teachers or in working with sarah lauren students professors working with sarah lauren students definitely to understand that we all come from different backgrounds sarah lauren's classes are very mixed if you're taking a writing class not everyone comes from a writing background And especially understanding that we all have different learning styles, whether that's visual, auditory, 
you know, doing hands-on work and offering different modes of experience for students. I think that's very, very important and adds to, you know, the student experience. Okay, yeah. great. Uh, what advice do you have for parents of Sarah Lawrence students? <laughs> I'm going to talk financially because <laughs> it's okay. an expensive school, and yes. it is. And especially for my parents, they're like, you could have gone to, you know, a public state university, would have been mostly covered, and you would have been close to home. It would have been great. But I chose to come here, which I'm very happy with. And I bet a lot of other parents feel that way. I know a lot of my friends' parents have that same experience. And I think, again, acknowledging the resources that Sarah Lawrence has at a bigger university, I might have not gotten um, hands-on experience like I did at CURB. And CURB has gotten me, recently I got an award from the New York State Outdoor Education Association. Congratulations. Thank you. I have an internship with a federal agency this summer. And again, the mentorship that I've gotten from my Don and various other professors, all that stuff is so invaluable that I might have not gotten at a bigger university with, you know, 300 students in that class. So maybe financially it might have been a bit harder. Overall, in the long run, my experience has been so incredible and foundational for the rest of my life mm -hmm. that even my parents now, they know it evens out. Mm -hmm. And I think that's something for parents to keep in mind. Uh, so we've talked a lot about the work you do, the studying that you do. Uh, but not the, the leisure. Uh, what do you do for fun, entertainment, things like that? Hmm. I love going outside. Okay. Obviously, love environmental science. So I love hiking. I love, we're right, we're very close to the Bronx River. So I've spent a lot of time there. Lots of downtime on a warm day. I'll take a walk over. Bronxville is also just gorgeous. Even when I'm on like Long Island, I'll take a quick ride to the beach, go on a quick hike. Ride? You mean like a bike? No, I'll <laughs> drive. I will drive my car there because because the, <laughs> the beach is a bit far. Yeah. But ideally, I would ride my bike. Yeah. I can't say I have too many hobbies, mm -hmm. but I definitely love spending time with my friends. I have a dog, so whenever oh, I'm home, yeah. What kind of, what's the dog's His name? His name is Shadow. Shadow? He's a Maltese and a Yorkie mix. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, I miss him a lot all the time. Yeah. And that's why I try to go home. Love my parents also, but mm -hmm. also love Shadow incredibly. Yeah, that's a great name. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't see him in the dark because he's really funny, so. <laughs> Hence Shadow. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right, cool. So... This is the last question. Mm. Actually, may might be the last question. Um, what is something you've learned at SLC that you'll always take with you? Definitely to never stop exploring. I've learned about the different things that I could do with my life. I've met so many people here. And even learning about different ways of thinking. I think there's so much abundance at the school and variety and it just really never stops. And I think that's something that's been very ingrained in me since I've got here. I'm, my curiosity has been so... Um, stimulated? Yeah, so stimulated, thank you. Sure. And I think to always encourage that childlike part of you that is curious, mm -hmm. because you'll come up with so many questions that way. I think I've, you know, in high school I felt very boxed in. I thought I had to think 
either this way or that way, but nothing is that black and white. Mm -hmm. And finding those intricacies has really, I think just made me a better person, but also made me continually want to be a better person. It's just a development that should never stop. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, so you were in this promotional video for the school, <laughs> which is actually how I found you. Oh gosh! Um, and I was like, "She'd be great on the podcast." <laughs> um, how did how did that happen? Like, how did where did that come from, and how did you work on it? Yeah. So, like I said, I think before in this podcast, I'm not an actor. <laughs> I don't do theater. It is not my thing. I don't like being in front of a camera. Um, but when I heard about this. At the time, I was interning at Curb, and the director there, Ryan, was like, Ashika, maybe you should do this. So I looked into it, and I love Curb. They've offered me so many great experiences. I love the staff there, and I definitely knew that if a prospective student wants to learn about SLC, they should know about Curb. Because mm -hmm. I even had a lot of friends who didn't know about it until, you know, I started going to Curb. Mm -hmm. So I definitely knew I wanted it to be highlighted in the video. So I auditioned and I ended up getting it. They nice. chose 10 students, I believe. Nice. And yeah, I found myself on an Amazon Prime episode. <laughs> it was very weird. But yeah. All right. Well, thank you, Shika. Sorry. Thank you. Um, mispronounced your name. Just That's now. okay. <laughs> Did you? I, I don't think I did, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I second, Sounded good to me. I second-guessed myself after I said it, but um, it's been a pleasure talking with you. Thank you so much, Tim. And I wish you the best for the rest of the semester. Thank you. Alrighty. Thus concludes this episode of the Sarah Lawrence College Podcast. Thank you very much once again to Ishika Joshi for sharing your thoughts with us and your time. If you are new to the podcast, go back and listen to 60-plus episodes on a wide range of topics fitting of Sarah Lawrence College. Let us know what you think of the show with a five-star rating and review in Apple Podcasts. Follow Sarah Lawrence College on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, Vimeo, YouTube, and LinkedIn. These are just some of the great ways you can connect with us. The Sarah Lawrence Student Life Preservation Project is accepting contributions. Go to slcstudentlifeproject.omica.net. That URL will be in the show notes. Music by SLC student Ruby Arthur. Thank you, Ruby. We really appreciate your work. Alrighty, that about does it for me, folks. It's been a pleasure sharing this sonic space with you, and I look forward to doing it again next week. <laughs> <laughs>